Welcome to another episode of Jedi to Jedi, the podcast for Jedi by Jedi. I'm your host, Ross Greenberg. Welcome to Jedi to Jedi, and with me today is Allie Thompson, otherwise known as Sentinaco. Sentinaco. I got it. All right. All right. <laughs> you know how I am about these Jedi names. Oh, my God. Some of them. Just, just, just my own Padawan, right? Uh, Afa. Like I had to learn how to say Afa. I was like, ah, but, but. Well, admittedly, it is difficult when you when you look at her name. Um, yeah, it's not how I would have seen it either being pronounced. So I, I'm with right. you. Sometimes there are names, and I know mine's difficult. Even in the Japanese, can't get it right necessarily. They get it close, but you know. There's a misspelling on my part because back in the 90s, people misspelled my girl, Minako's name. And so when I went to go combine her name with another name, um, Setsuna, I got it spelled wrong because other people on the internet got it wrong. And, and Don't I trust the internet, people. <laughs> I literally had a conversation with Afa and I'm like, I'm like, I couldn't say it. And so she had to explain it to me, and 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 it's 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 like on the thing on Wally Ava. I went, oh, yeah, now I got it. Okay, okay. But some of these names, I'm like, really, people, give me a break. Okay. So, um, and now with the worst part, wait, the last thing I want to say about this, the worst part is when people, the the, the funniest one was with Miko, because somebody wound up turning it around and calling him Mike, and and I'm like, what the hell is that? And, and he goes, it's me. I'm like, what do you mean it's you? I thought your name was Miko. He's like, you thought my real name was Miko? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, why do people do that? Don't keep changing off. Stick to one thing. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was funny. But okay, so the topic of today's show is about what's going on with the Jedi Compass and how it's evolved and what's, what's going on with it right now. You were originally the person who brought the Jedi Compass to the Jedi community with the help of many other Jedi who contributed to it, which is a wonderful thing. It's not just your point of view. It's a bunch of people that contributed to it and brought it to the Jedi community. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I started the project a long time ago, um, back in 20. 20- either 2012 or 2013. I know it was complete in 2013, but I can't remember if I started it in 2012. But the idea was at least born in 2012 from a project, a unifying Jedi project, where it came up that um, I witnessed, I I started the project and I witnessed that all these people could agree or did agree on points of what the Jedi path was, but none of them wanted to admit that they agreed with each other. Right. 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 So my idea was, okay, well, let's find a document that we can use that says that we all agree. And the four competing documents at the time, there were problems with them. Like everybody had some sort of issue with them. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just do this. Instead of like trying to do those, let's go and get a new one. Let's get a new document. I'm going to, I started it out. I did start it out and I went to what's called the Jedi Behaviors, which is uh, on Wikipedia. And it's, if you go to Wikipedia, you go to the tab that says, I think it's Legends. It's the one that's on the right, Uh, not the one on the left, but it's basically supposed to follow like 
Lucas's canon, not Disney's canon. So whichever one that is, go to that one and you scroll down on the Jedi code, uh, Wikipedia, and it'll say following the code, right? So it used to be called Jedi Behaviors in the community though. And then I took that document and I compared it to the other three competing documents at the time, which was the 21 Maxims, the 16 Teachings, and the uh, Jedi Circle. And I stripped down what was in the behaviors to what was what was in those other three documents. And then I compared the other three documents to each other and looked to see if there was anything that was you know similar in there. And then I started reconstructing definitions. At the time, I called it the Jedi Pyramid. Wow. I had some people who said, because like, okay, so it started out where it looked where it was it was interesting because it started out with the force was at the top and then I started noticing that as these things kind of connected there was like self-awareness had two pieces in it and then the next section had like three pieces in it and the next section had four pieces and another section five pieces so it just kind of looked like a pyramid like if you took the two it, it was weird so I was like let's call it the pyramid and then somebody came by to um came by in temple of the jedi order and they were like that sounds too much like the circle and isn't that what you're trying to get away from right and i said you know what that's a good point but i don't got a better name right so somebody there said jedi compass and i thought of pocahontas like it immediately came to my head and i was like i love that now there's a scene in pocahontas it's like I see your your face kind of lighting up like that's interesting and there's a scene in Pocahontas where um Pocahontas has a compass in her hand and grandmother Willow is just like follow your heart and then it spins and it spins and it's not pointing north or whatever I mean I think it might be it was pointing north but it was basically like just pointing in a direction of the spiritual message was follow that and then you'll find John Smith and you'll find where you need to go so I was like oh the Jedi compass idea is just such a beautiful thing to me because it's like leading you to where you need to go, just like the Jedi path leads you to where you need to go. So, right. hey, let's run with it. I think that name came from Jester. So, uh, so anyways, I took this document. I said, let's edit it. I said, this is basically what I've got. I took pieces, bits and pieces from the fiction, from Shinada's work on the 21 Maxims, Kiddin's work on the 16 teachings, maybe a line or two out of the Jedi circle I don't really remember but like I smashed them all together and made it look like it made sense <laughs> and then I said edit it right this is what I found edit it mm -hmm. and I got edits from Temple of the Jedi Order that's where I started because Temple of the Jedi Order was and still is the largest Jedi organization in the community indeed so I was like, you know, this is where I'm going to find the most people that are going to have the most the most to say on it. So instead of starting with the smaller ones, let's get the bigger ones to just onboard. They can talk it out. And I got pushback from this. Everyone's like, oh, no, you're trying to do X, Y, Z and get us all to change what the Jedi path was. I'm like, no, I want everybody to agree that they agree. I don't care what it comes out to. I don't care if you guys ax things out of here. I don't care if you add stuff. This is just a basic, let's find out what we all believe in the community because nobody wants to agree that we agree, but I know we do because I've been watching you all talking for like four years.
we all agree. You just don't want to admit it. So then I went from there and I went to another organization after they had gotten their edits. And I don't remember which organization was. I said, okay, now you guys edit it. They edited it. And I took it back to Todd Joe. Said, y'all got any more edits? They would edit it, take it back to the other one. And then like, I did this for several organizations and then even went to PM to write other people from history that I still had on my friends list, like Derek Thompson, because at this point in time, Ashland Knights was kind of not there anymore. And I went to Ashland Knights and I'm like, hey, y'all are on my friends list. I want you guys to contribute. And then they looked it over. They told me what they thought, went back, back, back. It was a headache, but I got it done. Okay, so- and I didn't need to. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so the, uh, the Jedi compass, which is, uh, I'll see if I can get this on the screen here. The Jedi compass, which, uh, looks like this. Um, it's a black, sort of. it says the Jedi compass collected works of the Jedi community. Uh, you can get this on Amazon for about 1295, uh, which is, uh, I know that the price used to be more, but now it's a very reasonable price for anybody who wants to get it and make it part of their Jedi studies. So it's pretty cool. Um, they have it available for, uh, you could get that on Kindle uh, for yeah. about nine bucks, which is also very reasonable. And I know that a number of people in the Jedi community use this as a, a important foundation uh, for learning the Jedi path. So I actually need to clarify that. Okay. Please because the, the book was not written the way that I was talking about. That's just the first document. Mm -hmm. So if you open up that book, go ahead and try to and open it up and you'll see that there is uh, open a, just a couple. Ah, not the old, not, not that far into the book. You got to okay. go to the front of the book. I, I'm so opening you go to the, gently, you know how I take good care of the book. All so right. I think you're on the preference, right? Preference, preface. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right now so okay so you see the one where it starts out with the ineffable and then it says the force and it's got like a little definition in there yes and then the next section is what you're, you're uh, looking at it I'm or ethics uh, loyalty, or ethics and i code duty to all that yes that those couple of pages which i think is three pages long that is what the actual jedi compass is that book is not the compass so it's important that people understand this because the collective works that's out that's beyond those three pages are actually collected from the community at a uh, wide range. So the idea behind the book was that in 2015, I wanted to have a book that mirrored another book by Adam Yao called The Great Jedi Holocron. And Adam's PDF, it's a PDF, it's a PDF that is like over a thousand pages long. Yikes. And he collected works from Force Academy, Ashla Knights, and Institute for Jedi Realist Studies. I think it was just those three. And he also went and he found some really cool articles he liked that he found on the internet by like actual professors or things, you know, like if you were trying to do scholarly stuff and he compiled them all together and he organized them by information about the force, the light side, the dark side, the shadow aspect, um, which he, he did this building it for a universal Jedi aspect that he was trying to build. 
or at least as far as I understood, that was the reason why I haven't actually talked to him personally about it. I think, but I think people don't realize how much effort and time goes into compiling this information, editing it all down, putting it together, and then bringing it to publishing it. Finally, it, it takes a lot of time. All these things that we do to give content to the Jedi community takes a lot of time and effort. And we always appreciate when people contribute to it because doing yeah. it yourself is just a huge undertaking. Well, yeah, and you're right. And you know what? Neither one of our documents, neither the holocron, the Great Jedi holocron, nor my the the compiled works that I put together for the Jedi Compass are edited. They're just compiled together, which is actually like there's a um, there's a comment in the review section on Amazon where you'll see, oh, it's great material, but it's hor horrible grammar. That's because I didn't want to edit anything. I wanted it to be presented as these are real life Jedi. These are real people. We are real people and we have depth, even if we can't type the greatest. We can't edit <laughs> the greatest. That and, oh, sort of lazy. <laughs> I no, mean, I've, I didn't want it because. I've seen the writing style of some Jedi. Like, my God. <laughs> like, sometimes you can't, you can't get exactly what somebody was trying to say when you tried to edit it back and you miss things so i didn't want that i didn't want anything to be lost and uh originally i did try to get the book to be a con contributed piece where people would write in um their own material but after in two, 2014 i tried i worked on it i worked on it i worked on it and no one would like i had maybe five people submit something that was authentically new right and then some a couple of people maybe submitted something that was an old work so they edited their own because they knew what it was but eventually i got to a point where i was like i'm not going to get this by asking people around the community to contribute so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go to every order every forum i did this legitimately and i'm going to find pieces that kind of meet the right. criteria for each section which is why none of uh, some of them don't completely match the section that they're in but you could see it now that you know that i had to match them up you can see how i got there but i would go i would find them and i went and i tracked down the person who wrote it and i said can i publish this can I take this particular piece and publish it in the Jedi Compass? And what we're going to use the Jedi Compass for is uh, I wanted another thing I wanted people to be able to see is that their impact can be helpful to the world. So I said we're gonna we're gonna figure out as a community we're gonna figure out a um, what is the word uh, a charity that we can send the money to and. This will show that, you know, as, as a community, we have the in, this impact. It wasn't like, I didn't want to make money off of it. I wanted people to feel like they contributed in some way to help something that was bigger than themselves. And I was going to take on the burden of trying to figure out the taxes. <laughs> FYI, I suck at that. I discovered <laughs> that I suck at that. I have lost money off of this book, sending every dime I got from Amazon to uh, UNICEF. That we, we decided on UNICEF. 
to send all the money to. And um, I've had to like pay because I was, because we didn't make enough money each year for me to go and hire a guy from HR block to do my taxes on it. <laughs> like it would be like $2 a month here, maybe a hundred dollars a month there. It, or, you know, it, it just was so spread over time and we only accumulated around 2,200 something odd dollars by five years after. So it didn't make a lot of money. It, it really didn't. I would every year around Christmas, I would come in, I would say, hey, this is how much money the book has made. And then after year five, I decided that I was going to, I was going to reel back the, the financial burden off of myself. And I just took the price tag and I put it all as far down as I possibly could. And my last final push to get UNICEF to get some more money was I went to the orders or Rosalind actually, I think was the one that came to me and she said, Hey, Allie, how can I get a um, PDF copy for Temple of the Jedi order? And I said, okay, all you have to do is send me proof that you sent $25 to UNICEF. If you do that, I will give you a special copy. And the special copy includes one article by Jackie Meyer that got missed from the original book because mm -hmm. I made a mistake and didn't include it. And I felt so bad because that was one of my favorite pieces. Now and then it never got made it into the book. So they all have their own unique version of the PDF. And you can prove to me that you spent $25. <laughs> now, now, you gifted a copy to me uh, quite some time ago, and I want you to know that I, I've always valued the, the various books. So uh, I have the Jedi Compass. That was the first one. And then uh, I believe for my birthday, you also sent me the Jedi Navigation System, the training manual, which is really cool. That's some book. And then, and then after that, uh, the Spiritual Art of Meditation. And then recently, with a contest that you did during uh the the um was it the gathering we had the online yeah gathering. the jedi virtual gathering right and so i had one in the trivia contest and and i got uh the book that's called in the interest of peace which is by you and keith williams so you know i'm getting quite the library these days of these these books <laughs> cool it's kind of neat yeah and the jedi navigation series is actually uh that that book is actually discontinued now because it was broken up into seven more books. Like we expanded some of those sections mm -hmm. in the interest of peace. If you go back and you look in the Jedi navigation book itself, you can find that, that, that section. But if you compare that to the book that you have now, it's expanded. It's, it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bigger. So since that was because it's not published anymore, it's more valuable, right? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm not gonna put it on you. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's too valuable because you made it, so I love it. Um but uh now um we're the, the point behind our episode today is talking about where it's evolved to and you 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 made me aware that it has now been updated. It's it's had some changes. So tell me a little bit about that. So, okay, so you remember how I told you about the first compass, which was completed in by 2013, right? And how I had to go from order to order to order back through the orders. I got, I got smarter. 
I got smarter this time around. So I had told everybody from the get-go, I would like to see it become a living document, being that it can grow and it can change, especially in the early beginning stages of it. Because, you know, you get a model, like in any teaching institution, you get a model and you got to test it. You got to make sure that it's actually going to work, right? Plus the community evolves and it grows and it changes, especially in our community, it does it really, really fast. So what the idea was is that we would go in and we would update it every 10 years. We would have 10 years to work with what it is and uh, figure out what works, what doesn't work, what, what we need to add, what we don't need to add. So I kept getting people, technically this year would have been the year that we were supposed to start looking back over it, right? Because <laughs> 2013 this is the 10th year and i kept getting people for like since from 2018 to about last year or, or or 2021 that kept asking me when are we going to update this document when are we going to update it when are we going to find out when it's uh what's what's been changed what's this what's that a lot of them being old guard members those were the people that were really pushing to try and see that the that the document get changed. While some of the other people were kind of like, well, I don't really see a use for changing it. It's good as it is, et cetera, et cetera. So to try and appease both of them, because I was sick and tired of hearing the questions, I was like, okay, I'm gonna speed up my date. I'm gonna do it in 2022. I've learned the value of, of Google Forms, which you can do is like serve, you can do surveys with them and whatnot. And I'm like, we're gonna, we're gonna run it through the community. I had, I know for a fact, at least 57 different people contributed to the conversation over the course of this. I don't know how many other people were unique, but I know at the very least 57 people across the community helped vote on the different, um, on which ones should stay, which ones should be updated, if there should be an addition to the, to it, uh, updating language in the compass. Uh, which is, like I said, just the document. And that is a lot. That That is a really good thing that, you know, we have people who care enough in our community to contribute to that. Right. I didn't say anything. Mm. I didn't try to do anything. I didn't try to even put in my own updated language. I wanted it authentic. They all get to do this. I know I was one so, of the people who actually contributed to that as well. I, I got had the opportunity to answer the surveys and contribute to that. I, I have to admit the truth is as as passionate as I've been about being a Jedi guardian in the Jedi community is because of you that I've gotten so involved in contributing to things that are going on, content, involvement. You know, a lot of the things I've done have been inspired by you, honestly, you know, um, you and I have a lot of conversations and, and again, I've had people straight up accuse me of going, well, the reason why you do that is because you always talk to Allie and you agree with everything she says. And if they only knew the truth about how me and you, bicker, you know, we get on the phone and just argue this stuff until one of us taps out. Okay. Okay. I give. Okay. <laughs> or one of us gets over, like one of us gets overly emotional. Yeah. 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 You know, like, like, oh my God, you know, yes. And it does happen. It does happen. But like, they just, people don't get it. You know, they don't get it. 
that that we go through this process and it's not as simple as whatever Ali says, that's the word. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. I I often will call and give you crap about, you know, Ali, what, you know, really, you know, and then then I give you this opportunity to, to oh, go ahead, convince me. You know, so, <laughs> but, but I have- and to- Yeah, and, and I get convinced by you too and other people like they, I, I might be a face in the community, but really what I'm trying to be is, um, and this one drives a friend of mine crazy, uh, a mutual friend, Charles. It drives Charles crazy because he's like, you constantly talk for the community and I don't know what you believe, Allie. I don't know what you believe because yeah, you're yeah, the because community's you're the voice. voice. Yeah, you're the voice. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah. And that's- Yeah, you- but like when- yeah. And when I am the voice, I'm not trying to be my voice. And I think that's something that does uh, confuse people a lot. Like if you ask me about the force, I will tell you that, like it says in the beginning, we don't tell anybody how to define the force. I have my own definition of the force. I think you and I have talked about my definition of the force. As do I. And I, and I, yeah, and I've even done Bible I even did a Bible study on Nights of Awakening once where I tried to explain where my perspective of the force comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people didn't quite get it. Okay, I got it. I, I talk I talk in ways that is difficult. You you're there, you know that uh I have to have Gabe translate me half the time during council meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own translator. Yeah. So I speak Ali Ease, yeah. Yeah, Ali Ease. So, you know, we have this uh so like it drives Charles nuts, for example, that I am I am talking as though I am the community. And like I'm not talking for them. I'm talking from the conversations that I have with them. And that's why I try to advocate for the community in that way as I advocate for what I've heard and I've heard and I've heard and I've heard. Uh, but sometimes that gets lost in, oh, Allie's the, the person that's you know leading and becoming the person for the community. In fact, what really is going on is that I'm like the non-person in the community. It's weird. It, but I mean, yeah. You get what I'm saying, and that a lot of that has to do with me finding value in um, trying to get the community to speak up for themselves as to what they believe, and and it really did start with the compass to get that to be a thing, because I want people. I, in my opinion, it would be really wrong for our community to be based upon personality cults. I would prefer that they turn themselves to a document that they can look to, they can expand upon, they can, they can meditate upon and come to their own conclusions and answers and they can hear competing ideas in the community as to how that's supposed to be manifest. Um, you know, within reason, obviously we don't want you going out there and being uh, a terrorist because of the things that you, you got from the compass. You shouldn't be leading that way. Well, see, this is where we're going to get into one of those deep conversations we have. And, and, and I'm going to express this, right? So, okay. So I have the compass right here. And, and I have said to people before, um, I follow the Bible and I try to read it, understand it, study it and, and follow it. And it's never an easy thing to do because you gotta, you have to read it and absorb it and then practice it, you know, because you make mistakes. We make mistakes every day. I do. And the funny thing is, is that, 
people in so the interpretation of what the force is we're not going to go there that'll be another show but yeah but basically you never want to offend anybody right every just it's like talking about religion and i don't follow the for you know i don't follow the whole force and jediism as a religion but what i do is just like i associate being a jedi to my martial arts path it makes sense to mm -hmm. me okay it matches up is the same thing i say about the force and how i believe about god right and i don't want to start telling people what to believe that's their business but um if somebody follows let's say the uh middle eastern indian gods you know I don't want to say, oh, no, no, you got to believe in my version. No, no, I don't want to say that to anybody. If somebody believes in, you know, the Chinese gods or whatever, you know, I don't want to tell people what to believe. That's not fair of me. So what I tell them is we don't have metachlorines in our body. No doctor has ever turned to me and said, well, I've checked. You've got, you know, your sodium and, and, and your, 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 uh, 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 your heart rate's good. And I see that your metachlorian rate, you know, levels, <laughs> you know, no one's ever told me that. So I know pretty much that that doesn't exist. So therefore that's not way, what makes me or anybody else a Jedi. What I see, and I wish that the community at large could get a hold of is it's not your metachlorian count that makes you a Jedi. It is how you conduct yourself as a person that makes you more Jedi than the next person. So well, absolutely. I mean, if we looked at the fiction, it's not hard to see what was a midi-chlorian count of Anakin and he became Vader. Like yeah, right? the Jedi are not the only people that interact with the force. And that's actually one of the things that's really acknowledged in that, in the first one. Uh, and maybe we could do a whole series on this. But effectively, it's acknowledged in the Force that we don't own it. It could be seen as a metaphor, which more atheist, uh, people who are atheists may be more um, akin to relating the Force to. And that's not a real corporeal thing. It's, it's just, it's a metaphor to explain that, you know, I have a connection to you and whatever I say to you will affect you. It doesn't have to be supernatural that explains this. It's just it's just a way to communicate that between us. And so that's, that's, that, the always, that's the way I've always seen this whole, when I talk about being a Jedi and people look at me, like in the martial arts community, they all know that I do the whole Star Wars Jedi thing. And, and they look at me and they'll, they're like, they'll see me, I'll dress as a Jedi at an event, I'll bring the lightsaber and they're like, ooh, you know, that's so cool. Yeah, but I go, you know how we learned about martial arts and we're saying, oh, we're going to follow with with honor and respect and Bushido and a lot of people say they do, but then they don't. And and the same thing here, it's, it's all about self-improvement. I tell people straight up, being a Jedi and being involved in the Jedi community is all about self-improvement. Why does a person become part of something bigger? It's like when I was a kid and I got into the Boy Scouts. Nothing wrong with being a Boy Scout, and they teach, you know, the, to be honest and truthful and worthy and blah, 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 all this stuff. Well, it's just a self-improvement program for when you start as a kid and you grow up. Uh, my, my buddy Dan McCann, right? Fantastic Jedi. Love this guy. He's a good friend. 
a member of Chicago Jedi. And here's a guy who has followed the Boy Scout thing even to this very day. I mean, he's so good at it. And, you know, you see that, that it comes through so strong with him, but it lines up with being a Jedi because being resourceful and being caring and doing good deeds and helping someone out, it's all part of the whole Jedi thing. So him being in the Boy Scouts and becoming a, a scout leader and all the stuff he knows lines up nicely. So that's why I go, wow, you know, all right, when I look at the Jedi compass, bringing it back to the compass, when, when I look at the Jedi compass and we look at these values we're looking here and it says, you know, overcoming aggression. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like. And, and you know what? That's actually one of the things that has changed in the compass. It's not overcoming aggression now. It's overcoming emotions. Okay. Okay. But it's not so, like, and, and, have emotions. Well, right, exactly. It's uh, so. I mean, it's effectively. It says basically the same thing, but the title changed. So this is kind of what I went. Uh, sorry, I, I'm kind of going back. I do this a lot for anybody that doesn't know me. Um, but <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, she does it a lot. Yep. But to go back, uh, like there were things that changed in 2022. So we call it the, the Jedi Compass 2022 Rich Vision. Um, like that one had had. Happened. We added compassion. Um, we added self care under self awareness. So there were some different. There were some changes. A little bit of change in uh, language and whatnot. But it did effectively stay the same document, which you know made makes me happy because it means that we are communicating this to our community. Uh, in and February um, yeah. first, uh, Chicago Jedi, which I'm a member of, um, Chicago Jedi is going to be doing a thing about Jedi self-care. We're going to do an online seminar. Anybody can participate with that. And, and I'm going to be leading that. And it's a topic that a lot of people don't bother talking about. Some people do. And I have to tell you straight up, I'm going to mention this because it's on my mind. We have such a large list. And I, and I would be remiss if I just started naming off people. I could easily do that. But we have such a large list of wonderful people in the Jedi community who contribute to that knowledge and, and give selflessly, um, like Gabriel Calderon, who is the head of uh, the Jedi Federation, the head of Chicago Jedi, very good friends with you for many years, uh, Karen Ticknor, right? Um, you know what? She's actually the reason that the um, self-care got put in there in the first place. She was the one that made the recommendation and she has been pushing it in Jedi Praxium for a while. And, uh, and through that, it spread like wildfire to the rest of the community. Yep. It's and freaking awesome. Yep. And I don't think she gives herself enough credit, but so I'm giving her credit right now. And uh, just, there are just so many, um, Dejavan, right? Dejavan uh, Masik. Uh, who for me is very new to the Jedi community, not that he's new to it, but that he's new to me to it and getting to know him. And I'm like, Oh my God, you know, this guy is really super involved. He's all in, you know, and everybody has this certain quality where you can always tell when somebody really is all in. And I believe in being one of those. Whenever I do something, I'm all in. You know me like that. And when I meet somebody else who's all in, I get real impressed because I go, eh, it's not like they're dipping their toes in, they jump out. They dip their toes in, jump out. I don't dig that. 
when somebody is all in, I got to take them seriously. And Deej is one of those people who is so enthusiastic, lives it every day, you know, really brings it strong, lots of enthusiasm. You can't help but just feel, oh, you know. So I, and I, I thank, I was thankful that on the day of his knighting in the Federation, I got to stand by his side and, and, and represent for him. I love when I get to do that. Uh, but these- Admittedly, I'm a little jealous of that, but I couldn't attend last year, so. Uh, you know, it's hard. Through the whole COVID, <laughs> lost to travel now, just, you know, schedules. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And that's why we, I am trying very, very hard to uh, bring technology so that we can have people attend those even virtually. We don't want people to not attend just because we're having virtual, but we don't want people to feel excluded. So I'm trying to work on right. solutions. It's, it has its challenges. Anyway, so what's, what's, so you started talking about some of the new things that are being included in the updates to the Jedi Compass. What else can you tell us about some of these important changes and additions to the Jedi Compass that people should be aware of? So the reason why it's important to know what these different things are is because uh, they they reflect more what we have been focusing on in the community. So uh, people have been pulled more, especially through Jedi Praxium to the Jedi Code in more recent times. And they have really push the idea of understanding like that first line of the Jedi code that so many people have a blockage with. And when, so in, if you look at uh, the original reason why I, I mentioned the uh, overcoming aggression, it's actually a tenet in uh, the Jedi behaviors, if I remember correctly, that that's where I got it from originally. Uh, and Although that is the a good one to use, emotions became a more prominent thing because what we have been saying in the community is, you know, it's not about suppressing your emotions. It's not about uh, eliminating them from your life. And in fact, emotions are really, really important to your life as a decision-making for decision-making models. To the point that a that researchers, like actual researchers in in the realm of AI, have been including it as part of their model to determine whether or not uh, AI has intelligence. Otherwise, you get Skynet. <laughs> because Skynet, if you know, seriously, like if you look at Skynet and you look at the difference between the Terminator and the uh, and the actual Skynet model itself. The Sky, Skynet model didn't have any emotions, but Terminate, the, the Terminator or the um, guys that work with Terminator, or like what Arnold Schwarzenegger's character that like protected Sean Connor and yes. Sarah Connor, yes. um, he had he had emotions, and it it, it wasn't a whole host of emotions, right? He didn't have a whole host of emotions, but he had enough that he recognized that what Skynet was doing was wrong. So we've started to see in AI models that it is an important feature to have emotions because as research in psychology and sociology develop, we've seen how much emotions are important to, to making decisions on things. So this probably can't, probably, I don't know for sure. 
I am making an assumption and a guess, probably though, so that you know I'm not being, you know, saying that this definitively. It probably came from researching and understanding sociopaths well, that do not feel emotions. Well, let and me, so when we look at how they interact with the world, then we can start to understand the value of emotions in our interactions with people. So overcoming emotions is more in line with what the first line of the Jedi Code is saying. Totally agreed. Because let me tell you something. I think that, look, how many times do people kind of misinterpret or mi misuse things from the Bible, as an example, or yep. things from the law? Oh, the law, the law is interpretable. I mean, it, this could mean this, it could be nut, you know, it could be meat, it could be cake, it could be meat cake, you know. So, so it, it, like, like you said, I once said, there is no emotion, there is peace. And people go, see, you're supposed to not have any emotions. Wait a minute, they said the same thing about Vulcans in Star Trek. And Mr. Spock clearly had some serious emotions about some stuff, right? So they're, you know, well, his mother was, he was half the human. It has nothing to do with anything. You could see that no matter who it's, uh, any one of the characters, I'm going to start naming characters because we're in this realm. But, but, but the fact is, no matter what you do, everybody's got emotions. And you're right. It's about how you deal with those emotions. And that's kind of lessons that I've been teaching with my students both in my martial arts world and in 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 the uh, Jedi world, that it, it isn't really that you shouldn't have emotions. You want to cry? Sometimes that's a great way to release the emotions. Sometimes happy and you cry. Sometimes sad and you cry. You, you can't just suppress emotions because that'll just beat you up later. That's no good. And that's how you can overcome them too, ironically. Yeah. So these different things are, um, these different aspects of everything are important because the language is updated based on what we are, what we are teaching, what we are learning as a community, as a whole. And that is one of the biggest reasons it's important. Now, because, uh, so to kind of give you an update on what I want to see happen and what I'm hoping that the summit will help facilitate is I want to get us another book by 2025. Uh, and the idea would be every 10 years, we would have a new book. So it started with the Great Jedi Holocron. My, my um, effort to get the 2015 one, which, oh, by the way, was actually released during a Jedi gathering in Colorado. Wow. I, was, I, was in I was either in Japan or I was in Clarksville. I don't remember. No, I was in... I was in Monterey, California that year. So I was sitting there and I was putting it together and, I, and um, I'm on the phone going back and forth with a guy, uh, Jacob Barger, who, create, who designed the front, the cover for that. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that this is all done. So I'm going back and forth with Jacob and eventually we get it, we get it all together. And I was like, before the end of this gathering, this is going to be live. People can buy it on Amazon. I'm going to make that happen. So basically, uh, another book that's going to be, Where in the World is Sentinaco? Take that, Carmen. Uh, <laughs> <Diego."> 
so actually uh actually i think that ari is the one that came up with the with the title i like right now and that's the greater jedi holocron see i like that name see there's another person person who's contributing one day i'm i'm going at the end of the show i'm going to talk about contributing but not not money but but people right ari is another guy who's contributing uh karina diaz contributing right who michael grace michael grace really stepped up yeah grace contributing so if all of us start to do this thing where we're contributing and helping it could help support everybody else who is either in the jedi community or wants to get in the jedi community and one of the most important things that i want to emphasize with jedi to jedi my goal is to express how much we need positive energy in the jedi community i'm so sick and tired of the negative energy sick and tired of it it's never easy to get rid of every bit of it but i'm tired of the negative energy i just i'm tired of it if this is all about self-improvement and the things that you're talking about in the jedi compass that i've read this is about creating a positive place where people can grow and evolve you can't do that with all this negative energy stuff it's just not possible yeah people have to stop that completely i'm really tired of it so that's one thing yep and i don't blame you yeah 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 i don't blame you at all on that um but i'm proud of all these and, and you're right i i am too i am so happy to see people stepping up and uh it's really it's really made me smile over the last year watching a lot of these people step up to the plate and realize that they're wanted if you read the jedi uh insider from this year i put in there like one of it's it's my article on uh 2022 year in review and i i talk about how my job my new job that i got last year well slightly into 2021 but like last year showed me that um, I was suffocating in the community because people were not contributing. They wouldn't do this, they wouldn't do that. But I realized over the course of the year that partially that is because we have we have not worked with each other. We have not tried to build a team. We've been too busy trying to get our own projects off the ground or or thinking, okay, because I'm able to get my project off the ground, I have the self-discipline to get mine off, everybody else should too, but that's not how this works. We operate better as a team and we operate in like, I, I've realized that even though I have projects I wanna see going, what I need to be doing is more fostering other people's projects and helping them get their projects off the ground. And there's at least one person I can think of right now that I wanna work with on that. Um, like really heavy i know you're self-directed but i'm going to be working with you too oh yeah uh and i'm yeah and and gabe and i'm going to be working with a bunch of people this year uh i don't know who all it's going to be but i am going to be like the force will call me to those people and i'm hoping that by me being called to them other people will think oh maybe i can contribute to somebody else's project and help them get theirs off the ground let them know i want that i want to see this in the community i want to see it live and i know other people will appreciate it when they see it when they see the final project 
not everybody's great at everything. Like, no, I, I don't go, I, I don't go, I, sometimes I think that people perceive me as thinking, I know everything, I've done everything. I've experienced a lot of stuff over the years. But if someone said, well, what are you about? I'd say, well, look, I, I'm super passionate about my martial arts stuff. I'm super passionate about what I do with the Jedi thing, you know? And then everything else is kind of like little add-ons here and there. But that's those are two, two things, technology and my martial arts, and that's what I'm about. That's my thing. So when people do things and they go, well, we're going to talk about martial arts having to do with Jedi. Woo, I get all excited. It's like both of my categories are awesome. But if somebody said, we're going to talk about Jedi and um, how it has to do with investigating what's going on in the the – you know, the, the, the stars and the heavens, I'd be like, well, that's outside my wheelhouse. I don't Somebody's got to be out there that knows about that. Or, you know, Gabe, who taught me uh, how to do Reiki, right? Um, I don't go around telling people that, that he, that I've been training with him to learn Reiki for many years. Um, I don't tell people that. I don't even offer it. It's something I learned and I'm willing to use, but I don't advertise it. But that's, I don't put that in as one of the things that someone would be running to me for, right? But if someone said, oh, you know what? We want to do something like make a website for something. Or, you know, we want to create a, a, a thing where it records everything from three or four different angles. I'd be like, if the people didn't come and talk to me, I'd be like, wow, that's disappointing. They didn't come to the one person they know knows this stuff. So there is so many really cool people in our community who can contribute in so many different ways. Again, uh, in my mind right now, Karina Diaz, who is a really good friend of mine. And um, I was so impressed to see her evolve from when she first got involved with a, a Chicago Jedi and now to where she is now. And now all of a sudden she's contributing in such huge ways. And she's been on quite a journey to get there. And it blows me away. And I sit there, you know, just going, wow. You know, I tell her, you, you don't, it's the same thing I tell people when they go on the journey from being a white belt to a black belt. When you're the student, you're inside the car. So as you're breezing by at 90 miles an hour, everything seems peaceful. And you just, you're like, this is taking forever, right? But when you watch that person go past you, like, wow, look at them fly. Look at that, right? So... I, I tell Karina, I go, do you, do you see where you were and where you are now? Like, wow. And she's like, no, I, I, I you know, she's very humble, you know, but uh, she's doing big things to contribute and she's pushing people to contribute. Yeah. And it's amazing. She wasn't that person when I first met her. So that is an example of what I believe becoming a Jedi like she wondered, eh, did I, you know, am I really a Jedi Knight? Am I really this, you know? And I go, how do you not say you didn't change? It's obvious. You don't see it. It's what, a lot easier when you're the person on the outside watching it happen, though. Oh, and like, and, I, I would love, so one thing that happened at my nighting ceremony back, or my nighting uh, uh, panel, I don't know, I can't remember if you were on that panel, but Opie was there. Oh, and I'm he told everybody, I haven't changed since he had met me. The tr I mean, I have my own 
uh, I had my own conflicts with him saying that because he didn't watch me go through Iraq or anything like that. But when I look at it from back then, like that was a decade ago because I was knighted in 2013. That was a decade ago. So who I am today, there are some changes I can see and the majority of them happened last year as a result of kind of my uh, self, self-imposed self exile, I guess we'll call it, but not really an exile because I was still participatory. <laughs> it was a weird time. You were working, you but, were working on self. That's okay. Yeah, and, and it is. But like the the time between those though, I couldn't tell you who I was back in 2013 versus who I am today in comparison. But you or Gabe or other people who followed me during that time frame could. I can't because I don't see it. And it's very much the same with Karina in that way. Yep. I I, I don't want to say, I don't, you know, you say follow you like, oh my God, social media. I just want to, you know. (laughs) But, But I think it's more about interacting with you and again, that's a thing that the Jedi community needs to open themselves up to is communicating with each other, reach out to somebody, connect with somebody you normally don't connect with. But yes, the reason why I see you change is because I choose to connect with you on a regular basis. A Gabe does that. You know, it depends on who you're talking about. But the reason why, and again, I'm not putting down, you know, Mr. McLeod, but because he doesn't interact with you as often on that level, all he sees is the one side of the object. Let's say a cube, right? He only sees that right. one cube. Oh, Allie is being this way and taking this dance, and she's always been that way. That's the side of the cube he sees. But since, let's say, you and I talk, well, saw. I should say, I, I should say, saw. He and I do not interact anymore at all. I have blocked him. That that, but, yeah. that being said, I'm not again. I'm not putting the man down. I don't want to, again. I'm staying in that positive energy place. That that it's not about that. But what I'm saying is, he chose to see that one side and 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 say that's who you are. But he would not have said that if he interacted with you more and one to one, call you up, talk mm-hmm. to you, have discussions, meet with us, come to things, and be there, and 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 look at it and say, hmm, you know, there are other aspects to this person that I didn't know existed. I've, I've learned so much about you over the years. And that's why I consider you like a sister to me, you know, because I, I, I feel safe and comfortable sharing my innermost secrets with you, you know, whatever I could talk to you. I don't have a, I've had two brothers in my life. I didn't have that female energy sister person who is part of my family family blood family so you to me and gabe has said that about you as well although he has sisters like i didn't i didn't have that so you're the closest thing that i've had to having a sister per se right so um um yeah, I think I think that that's why i know about you so how many people actually reach out to me and say I want to learn more about you. I want to learn more about what you're about. I want to know about what you're passionate about. I want to know what you're eating for breakfast. <laughs> you know, we've had some pretty interesting conversation. So I think maybe that's an aspect 
again, I'm going to go back to Karina Diaz. And again, I don't want to make the whole podcast about Karina Diaz, but I'm going to go back to Karina Diaz because this past gathering, something people didn't get to see. And again, it applies to, I'm going to say it applies to the, the Jedi compass is that she came up with this concept where you had to get together with somebody that you, you were going to be linked up with and go through this series of questions and see what their answer was, your answer was, and then discuss those answers. And in doing so, wow, what an effect it had on people. It was so unbelievable. And I know you weren't there for that one, but you heard about it. I mean, it was, it was like a- I heard, I've, it is so phenomenal. Everybody I have talked to has cited her workshop as being one of their favorites. I, I, mine too, mine too. And I did a workshop, right? But, but, but the thing is, it was like an explosion that went off in a distance and you heard, boom! you know, kabam out from a distance. And I told her, I said, wow, you know, and she's like, oh, really? You think so? I'm like, so, and, and, you know, it was amazing. People cried, people connected, people made new connections and friends and kept those connections going on because of that seminar. And that had impact. That's the word I think of, impact on people. That's the thing that we need to do. You know, you try to connect. Uh, um, Karen Ticknor. Karen Ticknor at one point, and again, this is not a, a slight at her at all. Karen Ticknor actually said to me at a gathering, um, well, you know, I said, hi, how's it going, Karen? She said, oh, good. And, and she comes out with, she said, I didn't think you liked me. I was, I don't, I don't, I'm not like that. So I said, really, why? She goes, well, you don't often you know, talk to me. I said, Karen, how many times have you actually walked up to me and had a conversation? She goes, well, I haven't. I said, so that's on me. <laughs> I said, I said, I don't have a problem with you. You want to talk? Let's sit and talk, whatever. You know, I'm good. But to see, there was the disconnect. She thought I had a problem with her. I don't have a problem with her at all. I think she's a very nice person. I think she's a smart person. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with you at all. If I had a problem, believe me, you'd know it. You know, I'd say, hey, uh, you know, I don't believe in glad handing people. If I'm not happy with somebody, I'd go the other way. I think Karen's great. So I think just people need to be willing to open themselves up and connect with people. As a Jedi guardian, um, I believe that one of the things I do is I reach out to people. When I see that they're in need emotionally, uh, spiritually, whatever they're going through, I don't do the, uh, this is again, I, why, you know, I, I'm not big on Facebook. I don't go on there and just put a, you know, uh, a like or a sad face. I don't just write a comment and go, Hey, I'm with you. You know, it's not, I reach out and I call them on Facebook messenger. I'll call them on the phone. I'll send them an email and say, Hey, what, what, what's up? Are you okay? Do you need someone to talk to? Do you, do you want help? You know, that's what I think is what the whole Jedi guardian initiative from the Federation side of it that I'm trying to do is to make it more of a, be aware of people have needs, people need to connect. And that's what we're doing. But again, that goes right back to your Jedi compass, you know, in the Jedi compass. And the communities, communities. not mine communities yeah yeah but it's it's all in here where it talks about how you have to be mindful of duty to all duty to all well you have to make sure 
that you make yourself available to all. How about that one, right? Um, you know, uh, loyalty to the Jedi Code. Uh, you know, you have to have uh, tolerance and, and responsibility and integrity and objectivity. All these things talk about how you interact with other people. But if people aren't interacting, how exactly is that helpful? See what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you look at it from the perspective of what the Jedi were in the fiction, you will see that you know they ran a hero's journey. But you can't be a hero if there's no one to be a hero to. Uh, now, okay, don't get me wrong. If you look at what um, Joseph Campbell said, you can be a hero of your own story, and it has nothing to do with anybody else. But in reality, what I will I will raise on that is that the Jedi were not just simple heroes. There are different hero archetypes. You have the epic hero that goes out there and they're uh, they're making an impact on the world around them. Then you have your everyday heroes, and those that's like some uh, Helen Keller's hero would be. I, I don't actually know what her name was. Hey Nathan, Nathan, who was Nathan, the name of the person? I know, right? Who was the name of the person that helped Helen Keller? Oh. Well, okay, I guess we don't have an answer to that. I thought he might because he knows like everything. <laughs> Maybe not everything, but he knows a lot. Is it about her teacher? Yeah, her teacher. I don't remember her teacher's name, but that person was Helen Keller's um, was Helen Keller's personal hero. She wasn't a world hero. Ann Sullivan. Ann Sullivan. Okay. So Anne Sullivan, she wasn't a world shattering hero. She was a hero to Helen Keller. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's an everyday hero. Um, and then you have people who are heroes of their own story where they just overcome something and then they, they manifest a, a healthier life. Maybe it's overcoming the barriers that cause them to be a terror that uh, are preventing them from being the best parent they can. That's a personal hero. Jedi. Jedi were epic heroes in the fiction. They were, uh, well, I would say semi-epic to epic heroes because you could probably classify them under the concept of uh, police officers, which are not world-shattering, but they are community-breaking heroes. Do you, do you Does that make sense? I, you want to hear what I think about that? No, nah, I'm not going to go into a long thing. Is that I don't think so much that they're the police. I think the oh well no I just mean like police are are heroes but they're at the community level yes yes no agreed 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 yeah that that's what but, I meant that's what I meant by that <laughs> I think that most of the time the common thread with most Jedi no matter what level whether you're a Padawan a Knight a Master Uber Master with sour cream on top I don't care that we're supposed to be mentors you're supposed to be mentoring you're not mentoring you miss the point even in the fiction you look at every single one of those jedi yoda was mentoring all the time uh obi-wan kenobi you know luke follow the fools you know what i mean i mean he just like he, he feel the he, all these people were always teaching them ways to think and how to act and how to live a better life and how to be able to follow this path. They're mentoring. 
mentors are so very important. And I'm going to tell the world, if you don't have a mentor, find one. And you don't have to have 15 different mentors. You need to find one good one. And then, just like in the martial arts, because you know I associate everything with the martial arts, is once you've been mentored properly, then it's your turn to be the mentor and take on other people. If you just learn all this information and do nothing with it, it's kind of selfish. But yeah, you learn this stuff and then so, you share with somebody and that's how it works. And, and I like how you put that. It's still, it actually matches really well with the definition I came up with last year to explain what I believe the Jedi path is. So um, the, the definition I concluded finally, like this is my, this is the one I'm settling on at least for now until, you know, I find something else that changes it. But the Jedi path is not a traditional warrior's path. It is one which removes obstacles and assists in providing a roadmap to those in need of healing, even to those whom would call themselves our enemy. Nice. Well said. Well said. And I know that's from, you know, your text. I, I, I agree. Oh, well, no, I mean, I, it's not in any of my text yet, but I'll probably put it in a future one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, I, mean, I literally, this updates. was something I can't... Oh, Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, in a future update, it's not actually in the compass um, anywhere. This this was just something I concluded uh, back in June or July after I, I gotten back together with some of the old guard at Force Academy. And I was I was analyzing the story of them versus some of the people I've seen other places and against the Jedi in the current community and whatnot. And I've and even just kind of meditating on the idea of what the compass really does. And it does. It helps you remove obstacles that prevent people from healing. You might be the obstacle. I might be the obstacle. Um, the obstacle might be something that's external to both of us. And we just need to do something to get it out of the way. And um, even to someone who, like, we sit there and we look at it more like, maybe you need to go to jail because you're a terrible, horrible person, right? And so we're going to help put you in jail. But hopefully that opportunity will give other people the opportunity to heal because now they don't have to worry about you behind their back every time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. I know that that word is not the best word to say. No, no, but, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. But, but you get what I'm saying. No, but, but, but no, what I'm saying is everything's fine. But, but the thing is that, no, it's, it's redemption. Mm -hmm. Everybody has. It is the ability to receive redemption as long as they want it and they're willing to do what it takes to get it. That's the thing. Redemption is not just given like, ah, oh, you're redeemed. Boom. And yeah. It so I think we've actually gone over our time by uh, a fair amount. I know you want to keep this at 30 minutes and I'm yeah, very concerned. We've gone well over 30. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens people. When you get Ross and Allie in a room, it doesn't matter how many other people are in the room. It will never stay on target for the time slot yep. because yep. we just talk. Yeah. And if there were other people in here, we would have to look at them and be like, you need to tell us to shut up uh, and insert your voice. <laughs> well, well, so, or, 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 which is if the people who, who do the um, research about adult ADHD, they just watch this show and go, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, somebody, yeah. somebody once made a joke. I think it might have been Master Angelus who said, someone, I said, you know, I wonder, 
wonder, my son's got ADHD. I wonder if I have it. And Gabe went, you think? <laughs> like, thanks, master. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we need somebody to, to tell us so that we're aware and we can work on it. Yeah, there is no emotion. There is sarcasm. <laughs> there is sarcasm. Yeah. But yeah, I like the idea of possibly doing... Um, a series on each of these especially for jedi to jedi it'd be a good way of uh give you some more material absolutely we totally uh, go through it and we and and i'm looking forward to see and getting people to contribute i'm looking to forward to looking forward to having people come on the show and talk about their contributions uh jason gonzalez with his uh, jedi academy work and um uh peter shaw you know with what he's doing uh with the jedi temple and just, just so many people who have a list. I mean, I just sit here and make a list. I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's this, this, there's so many people who have what to contribute and it'd be great to have them come on to the platform and have them be able to tell about it. it it'd be huge. Absolutely. But yeah, we yeah. should, we should do a series on that. It'd be great. I think it'd be fantastic. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> you can break it down a little bit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Break it down Barney style, as we say in the military. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, um, Ali, I want to thank you for your time today. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, coming on, talking about the Jedi Compass. Again, it's available on Amazon.com, the easiest way to get it, uh, for about $12.95 or on Kindle. That is, the, that is the original version. We are hoping for an update. <laughs> Right, right. So when there is an update, we'll see information on the uh, JediFederation.org site for sure. Uh, and a lot of us will be talking about it. I'm, uh, I'm positive. Uh, if you want to see about other episodes of Jedi to Jedi, you should check out Jedi, the number two, Jedi.com. And uh, we look forward to having you on the show again real soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. May the force be with you. And with you always. <laughs>